Dat fam, it's your evil GM Ben here. Thank you so much for checking out Things in Space. Currently, we're streaming and recording remotely so that we can all stay safe during COVID-19. If you're interested, you can support us by following or subscribing to us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Dat Network. Of course, the best way to directly support this podcast is to do the little things. Rate, follow, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever it is you're listening to us on. And remember, if you're loving the immersive sound and music you hear during the game, those are provided by Sirenscape. You can add those sounds and more when you download the Sirenscape desktop or mobile app. The app is for free, and it comes with 10 sound sets that are included to get you started. Use the link in the description to let them know we sent you. Thanks again, and I hope you really enjoy the show. It's Saturday at 6 o'clock. There's a tail hidden up in the stars, and all we have to do is reach up and grab it. Welcome to Things in Space! Everyone, I wanted to introduce you all. If you don't know her, you should know her. This is Bonnie Gordon joining us from Library Bard's Fame. Jazz hands. Jazz hands, jazz hands, jazz hands. Yes! You have to do the jazz hands. It's okay. Rule. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Oh, yeah. The, the Library Bard's. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. So, Bonnie, we're really excited to have you. This is going to be a ton of fun tonight. I'm so happy to be here, y'all. Thank you. I love your character. I love space, so (laughs) I'm happy to. I'm happy to be a random thing in it. Yay! (laughs) Oh, perfect. We all just things. Yeah, we're all just space dust. (laughs) Aw, that's beautiful, isn't it? It's it's both bittersweet and poetic. These are the teachings of Wayden. Um, I'll be doing my TED talk later. Nice. Are we ready to get into it? Oh boy. We're ready. Let's yes. get into it. Last time, according to the ship's log. Mm-hmm. The crew of the Scourge had several <laughs> incredible ordeals surrounding the sun of the packed world system. Matara's had proven more surprising than a simple star shining brightly. Not only had the heroes stopped a fire whale from devouring a fleeing ship, saved valuable information on unknown cultures within the fire plane, watched as a portal into said plane descended into the plasmic surface, but they also saved a society within the one livable environment on the sun. Asana Town, one of the bubble cities of the burning archipelago, had been taken over by a megalomaniac, and it was the crew's calling to stop him. Deep they had tracked their foes until they found Zaylin Trinopol's lair in the underground catacombs of the Warrens. Holed up and afraid, the fiend had stationed many reinforcements to hamper the adventurer's way. He wasn't expecting a turncoat, however, as Affa, the facility's cook, decided to join the hero's side and show them the way. Battle after battle wound through the military complex. I can read. And the further the crew went, the more treacherous it became. One such skirmish raged through the library as grenades were heft, spells lashed back and forth, and weapons blasted in the Horizon House. The Lashunta that were protecting the penultimate room were dispatched with finesse as all the party did their part to win the day. Atha crushed opposition uh, with her frying pan. Phoenix blasted enemies with an outrageous amount of spells, the likes of which will never be seen again. Nono blasted the imp flying about, and Mog killed the librarian by lasering a random grenade with his eye. 
But for Mog, a quick sting from the imp before it was destroyed almost meant the death of the Osharu as poison corroded his veins. After the worst of it was over, they transferred into a room where a few of the crew could only speak in truths. It revealed some, but most importantly, it solidified the group, bonding them through honesty and a few laughs. As they stepped into the final chamber, Zaylin cowered behind a makeshift barricade as he sent a dog of the brass dragons, Rage, to maul them. The war of the supernovas cascaded the chamber. Afa and Rage traded jabs, but well-placed shots and spells from the crew hampered Rage, and she was defeated. Zaylin fell to Abedzagak, who, filled with wrath, smashed the wannabe tyrant to nothing. In the end, the authoritarians known as the Sunrise Collective were defeated. As they emerged from the underground of Sonatown, the whole city was abuzz with joyous celebration. The town had risen up at the behest of honorary officer mems, throwing aside the invaders of their homes and lifestyle. But the inhabitants knew that the heroes were at the heart of it. Nib and Tyras had hacked into the feed of Vex in space and broadcasted the ongoings of the crew of the Scourge on every screen in all of Asana Town. Everyone knew what they had gone through. With the town safely operational, travel back and forth around the burning archipelago was open again. And while many mysteries remained, one thing was certain, they had done good for the galaxy. And now join me as we traverse the night sky. Mog's eyes glazed over the parchment in front of him. Like a dam holding back a far too filled lake, his mind needed release. Tentatively, he reached over to the wall console nearby and turned the lights off. Matteris always shined in the burning archipelago, but the shutters that the Deep Cultures Institute had kept in the dormitories kept it like the dead of night. Darkness or dark thoughts. Slipping three candles and a lighter from a drawer in the desk, Mog lit them and aligned them tidily on the writing surface. With just enough light to see the paper. He stared at the thin sheet still in front of him. Not knowing where to begin or not wanting to, he got up. He trudged around the room in only the way an Asharu can, tracing his hand over the blue and green spots that run from the top of his head down his back. He sat down again. Mog fought the flat white page in front of him, and after steadying his resolve, he wrote, I cannot help but notice a pattern. Throughout my life, death has always been present. When I was a young Asharu, my mother brought me to a stunning oasis on Nidari. It was a popular destination to relax and think about what dwells in the mine. I wanted to get close to the water, and I ended up falling in. I could not swim yet, so with my head above the water, I screamed out for help. No one was coming. I quickly came to an understanding. More quickly than any child should, I accepted my fate. I let go and stopped struggling. Darkness. Darkness as deep void. But to my surprise, I began to float and opened my eyes. Soon after, my mother arrived quite casually and simply smiled at me. I asked her later why she didn't come when I was screaming. She told me... She had been just around the corner, and there was no screaming. Mog racked his brain. He had screamed. He knew it. No. This writing 
cannot be on pure emotion. Scientific fact garners true results. Gotmog. But no matter how much he delved into this particular duel with the Lady of Graves, no logical conclusion existed. His mother must have heard them, heard him. The blip of dark in his memory disturbed him. Yes. Yes. Much death. There was that Kasathan boy, Metweska, who tried to show me a dead body a few years later. But when my eyes gazed upon it, all I saw was myself. Older, more sad, and very much dead. First, he didn't believe the body was his own, but it was undeniably Mog. That one still perplexed him. He had tried to find answers, but the same conclusion kept popping up. There was no logical explanation. Since joining the Scourge, I was almost windshield wiped off of the ship into space, knocked unconscious through the misunderstandings of a newborn, shape-shifting, lizard-like, rifty protein, misfired a laser toward my head that blew off one of my eyes and had my body almost completely shut down from the poison of an imp. He sighed deeply. The last words had whisked out of his fingertips as if the page itself was on fire. But the the next words he feared. I... I feel lonely. I do not know why death follows me like a shadow. I try to find peace in the teachings of Waden, but I have found it more difficult as of late. Why? What is the purpose? What is the purpose in showing me my grave time and again, yet refusing to push me inside? Give me this purpose and I will accept my fate with a smile that stretches wide across my face. His manifesto absorbed the tears that fell from his one traditional eye. He wasn't sure if he was writing to Waden or to Phrasma herself. Or was the healing nature of the sun drawing these words to Serengray, hoping for new life? Perhaps it would be wise to show this letter to someone. In fact, doing so may even bring a sense of comfort and... Mog's thought abruptly stopped. He remembered how his mother smiled. He remembered how he screamed, and yet there was no scream. And he remembered she didn't believe him. Mog grasped the parchment carelessly and held it to the candle flame. A small fire illuminated the room, but the darkness was inside him. As time passes, the black fades out. Four familiar faces appear arguing in a central living room of a dormitory. But one more face exists, even though it appears not to understand. The conversation is one well-versed for this group. It's the old, we can't just take on new crew members talk. The The four are pointing towards an android who simply smiles. What? Do you do? Um, Nono in this time has really felt the need to, um, she hasn't really taken time recently to uh, take care of Scriff. 
and try to upgrade him and teach him things to work on his AI. And she asks around uh, the Deep Cultures Institute, like, if anybody has anything that I could upgrade script with or any knowledge that I could use to help him. So nobody really, nobody really has anything to, uh, to give you in terms of like upgrades for your little, you know, your little droid. However, they do see that there's this, there's this robotic, uh, there's a robot that uh, has broken down and is non-functioning. And so they like put it in a little wagon for you and they're like, Oh, here you go. Enjoy this robot in a wagon. You can carry it around. I'm sure it's it's no use of us anymore, so you could use it for scrap parts or, you know, tinker around. I know there's probably some wires in there or something that you could use. I love wires. Thank you so much. I appreciate everything you're doing for us. Yeah, well, don't mind me. I'm just the janitor. I still appreciate everything you do for us. Oh, well, I'm, I'm glad. I appreciate you, too. We're all we're glad we're appreciative of all each other. You can call me Scruffy. Scruffy? <gasps> Scruffy? Uh, if you're imagining him, he is a Brunary, which is an otter person. Uh, so... Scruffy, can we be best friends forever and ever? Uh, well, I've kind of got a, a job to do, so... <laughs> Uh, maybe later. Just, just come hang out with me sometime. I'm always mopping up somewhere. Okie dokie. Bye, Scruffy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hear that, kids? When you uh, have a job, you can have no friends. Mop <laughs> <laughs> <Up> somewhere. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel that deeply. <laughs> um, I'm going to take this non-functioning robot yeah. to uh, anybody that I think could help me. Uh, I also want to figure out during this time uh, about those stones, the stone puzzle. Mm, okay. So nobody at the Deep Cultures Institute can really explain the stones to you. They don't They don't really know what's going on with all these stones. Uh, but, you know, you are a, an element of the criminal underworld. And, you know, your mind starts to shift around that maybe... Maybe you shouldn't try and find all your answers at the Deep Cultures Institute. Maybe you should go out and try and find some other answers. So, you hop on a line crawler, because they're open now. You hop on this subway car, and you go to the seediest version of all these cities that you can find. It's a bubble city called Corona. Yeah, I know, I know, uh, boy, but oh it is—it's straight from the book, all right. So don't judge me. It is—it is a place that's called Corona. It's a—it's a sun word. It's a sun word. You couldn't have like renamed it Altadena or something. Nope. <laughs> nope. West County, uh, perhaps. <laughs> I'm gonna crush. tell you. I'm gonna tell you a little bit about Corona. Oh uh, boy. <laughs> Corona, a bubble city in the burning archipelago, is a unique, chaotic place. Intermittent power failures, dangerous radiation, and unpredictable hotspots make it hard to live in and even more difficult to properly police. Competing interests are also at play in Corona. In between the regimented but cult-like adherents within the Temple of the First Ones and the freewheeling explorers of the Corona Artifact Divers is the frenzied trade hub of the Brass Bazaar. 
Under and through all this are numerous smaller groups, ranging from pillars of the community, the vigilantes, or outright criminal outfits. Civil anarchy reigns in Corona, not so much governed as loosely controlled by merchant associates, ga- uh, merchant associations, gangs, and other forces that reside in the district and rely on it for their livelihood. Holy moly! There's but no I hear way. the weather. The weather this time of year is lovely. It's lovely. <laughs> That's what I've heard. There's no way he could have seen that coming. There's no because way. Because it's the sun. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, it's uh, 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 uh Corona. So um, you. <laughs> You go to this place, you're like pulling along your your wagon, your little red wagon full of this uh, this just robotic person. Don't uh, worry, she's dead, or it's dead, or they's dead. Uh, not dead, but like turned off. Don't worry, goodbye everybody. And you just see that people don't pay you any mind. They're not worried about it whatsoever. And you ask around <laughs> uh, and you find that You know, there's not really a lot of people or things, uh, aliens that can do, um, that can do roboticism. Uh, but there are a couple of aliens that are really known for their mutagens. And they're doing a ton of work with plant life in, like, gene splicing. And it's kind of a gray area, whether it's allowable or not. And you find this Barathu. Uh, this Barathu's name is Murdagak Modong. Uh, I got a picture of Murda- Murdagak Modong. Uh, at least I hope. Nope. Do I? I don't have a picture of Murdagak Modong. <laughs> no, wait, I totally do. I'm going to find it here. Give me a second. Uh, yeah. I don't that's, have it. That's Never him. mind. You build <laughs> us no up attention. and then you push us back down. A Barathu is basically this uh, amorphous blob that has tongue and mouth, <laughs> no eyes. It floats around. It's got a pink gooey texture on it. And you you step into uh, Murdagak Modon's uh, store and he goes, well, hello. How's it going? What can I assist you with today? Hello. Um, I would like a little bit of help. Uh, I have this non-functioning robot that I would like to strip the parts and then uh, help my AI in my in my my drone. And this uh, this Barathu like floats over to your robot. Uh, and looks down at, at it and says, This isn't a robot. This is what? an android. It's just very well disguised. It's an android? Yes. Um, but see? it's like non-functioning, right? So I can still take the stuff from it and uh, help, help Scriff? Real quickly, do you see how this armor has reflective mirrors on the outside? It's allowing itself to think that you're a robot, but all it really needs is a hard reset. And it takes this power cord from behind the desk and kind of floats and just like shoves it into the back of the head of this android and and flicks a switch and then all of a sudden... And... Bonnie, what does Nono see when she looks at this android? 
Um, as soon as the hard reset happens, the um, the glamour reflective armor drops. So you'll see um, me in my normal form. Um, model 392, uh, she's about average height, a little bit taller than me, about 5'8", I would say, and has uh, long purple hair with silver and red strands uh, throughout it that glow and like flash, especially when she's processing information, it flashes more. Uh, a, a black bodysuit with purple and blue accents uh, with some weapons strapped. Uh, there's like a, a very small, hammer device on her thigh and a pistol on her hip and um she looks pleasant enough though she doesn't look like she'll she wants to hurt anyone and she turns on and she just stares at you and and smiles uh hello hello i am model 392 i'm model 392 i'm no no and this is script and that's murderback I do not recall any of these names in my memory databank. Oh, um, well, I don't think you would because we just met. But, uh, you know what? You could be on our ship. Well, well we don't have a ship. You know what? You just want to be my buddy. Sure. I do not recall having any kinship or friends. Oh, boy. Are we going to teach you so much about me? Okay, okay, okay. Oh, um, Murdigak, before I go, uh, would he know anything about my puzzle? Ask my him. puzzle? Okay, Murdigak, do you have any knowledge about these stones? I think it's a puzzle. Oh, yes, let me see. And he, he kind of takes your stones and he, like, puts them in his mouth. And like, oh, no. <laughs> And he plops him back out into these, like, floating tendrils, and he goes, After careful analysis of everything that has happened, these are onyx stones, perhaps part of a, a statue. I think you have enough pieces here to make a foot. It's a foot? Great, thank you. Do you have a paper towel nearby? Uh, no, enjoy. <laughs> There's no cleaning products on Corona. I'm gonna, <laughs> oh, I'm no. gonna turn, I'm gonna turn to No No. I'm gonna turn to No and go. If you would like, I can hold on to your stones. <laughs> Please and thank you. I can't get that slimy junk in my fur. It yes, never comes they out. are extremely wet, and the texture to your fur would not be pleasant. Like you. Thank you. I think I like myself too. <laughs> I don't recall if I do or not. I believe my memory banks have been wiped. Oh. <sighs> you know what? Come with me and um A, I'll teach you about being friends. And B, what's that we can do about that memory bank? That would be delightful. I do not know my purpose. Oh. That's a lot heavier than I thought it was gonna be. Yes. <laughs> I am now having an existential crisis. Thank you. I'm so sorry. Uh, you know what? The captain's got whiskey, and that helps with those existential crises. <laughs> <laughs> Come with me. We gotta go find it. 
we find whiskey processing? Yes, that will do. Okay, okay, okay. Do you want to ride in the wagon? I am capable of walking. Can I ride in the wagon? Yes. I can pull you. And I'll instruct uh, Model 392 which way to go to get yeah. us back to the DCI. And so you go back to the DCI and as you're leaving... I do a... Uh, I, I have arm extenders, so I extend it far, uh, my arm far, <laughs> so I can I can kind of get speed and then like I... Uh, and then I pull it in to make the wagon go faster, then I pull it back to slow it down, then I pull this is it incredible. in. And you... You just... We all see, like, the viewer sees that uh, Murdigak is back in there and he's like... Well, she didn't even allow me to have a chance to answer the question about whether I could upgrade her AI or not. Oh well. And with that, with the image, with the image of Model 392 pulling a wagon that is holding No-No in it, we'll transfer over. <laughs> Abedzikak, what are you yeah. doing with your time? Well, the only thing that I've been thinking about while we're just chilling here. Um, he's going back to visit Hank. Right, right. Because so. Hank made a promise, and uh, I want to see it through. And right. I would like to bestow a gift for myself. <laughs> so, you had gone to Hank uh, back in Asana Town, and even though you've spent enough time in Asana Town, you never want to go back there again. I mean, this is kind of calling to you. Yep. So you hop in a line crawler. I mean, you you kind of have a few days off here. So you go and you head back to Asana Town. Uh, you say hi to Tyrus, maybe honorary officer Mims. Yeah. And then you head into Hank's stuff. And sure enough, there's this big old Afridi, like this red demon-like humanoid creature. Uh, yes, yes. Oh, it's everything. Mm, I'm very. It's very good to see you. If um. I'm so glad that you came back a bit again. I have so many fun things. Would you like you to... You remember my name? Yes, Vestin Smith. It's been a while. Vestin Smith has been up everywhere. We've all been watching. It's been so splendid to see everything that you've been doing. That's yeah, been pretty involved. I, yes. Well, Listen, are... Hank. Okay. Yeah. You told me about mm, four or five weeks ago that you could get me a uh, rug gun. Oh, yes. Something that could launch... Sick rugs, <laughs> like a weapon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do remember that we were talking about the the, the black market rug trade yeah. that uh, happens. It's you know. Um, I have something. You do. He pulls out a rug Gatling gun. This rug Gatling gun holds six small carpets. <laughs> Six, meaning you have six shots of rugs, if you would like. It also has the automatic property, meaning you could hold down and fire all six rugs at once in a 30-foot cone in front of you, hitting as many people, hitting up to six targets in a 30-foot cone. It has the critical quality of knockdown, which means that if you critically hit with them, it will knock somebody right on their tush. It does 2d6 worth of damage. Oh, boy. Not only that... This is a little Ben flavor here for you. <laughs> Every shot... Ha- 
has a percentile chance to auto-kill your target. Like a, uh, like a beanbag gun that hits the wrong spot and will just kill somebody, that's what this carpet gun will do. However, the D100 that you will have to roll uh-huh. either has to be my favorite number or Jamie's favorite number. <gasps> oh! We're not going to tell you what they are. Okay. And, and just to be sure, rugs is not code for renegade underground grappling hooks. It's an actual carpet. It's a yeah. carpet. It's okay, just great. A carpet. Just wanted to be, you know, I'm. Yep. I'm. Yep. You're it's a great out. game, yep. everybody. <laughs> Welcome to this game. I'm uh, here for okay. it. Go um, Gave the weapon that quality, so that way the next time you roll a one, he's gonna instant kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. No. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So Abed, uh, Abed's gonna just like be like holding this thing. You know how like when somebody sees a weapon that makes them real excited, just eyeballing the whole thing, like oh, 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 oh. how much? <laughs> well, uh, you just also, you know, you you did request that you wanted these uh, these other five rugs. Yeah, 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 because they're the best weapon uh, in outer space, and everyone deserves a rug. Good quality rugs Uh, I've got going on over here, you know. Do you have a blue one, a red one, an orangish one, and a green one, and then uh, maybe like a fuchsia-looking one, perhaps? Well, I just have to tell you that, um, you know, the, the black market rug trade has been very difficult these recent days. It is... Some of those scoundrels out in Corona, they were holding back, so... Um, corona ruins everything. I know, Corona's Sorry. very... Uh, corona is a very, very bad place. Slip of the tongue. I know, so... But it will cost you 500 credits for all of this. Uh, I will slam down my 500 credits. And that's only because you're the heroes of the Fauna Town. Uh, Abedzigak reaches out and hugs Hank. Oh, I was not prepared for Okay. Thank you so much. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Thank you. You have no idea how much that means to me. Okay, yeah, of, of course. Well, in, enjoy it. And if you need any more rugs, you know where to get them. Wait, can I take down your phone number, please? No, 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 I don't have phone numbers. What, are you some sort of spike? No, 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 no. Uh, and he just, like, locks up everything. All of a sudden, they just, like, walls start, like, he's very, he's, he's very nervous about everything. Okay, and I'm glad, like, to say... I'm gonna miss that guy. <laughs> All right, and we'll leave that moment. We'll transfer over. Real to quick, Mom. Ben. Yes. We have a bunch of Bit Boss uh, recipients Ooh. of extra actions. We should probably clear them. Sarah BC1 is giving one to Mog. Dark Ooh. Knight, one Thank to you. Katie. Positive Kern. Captain! <laughs> and the Wild Ferret has given an extra action to Bonnie. Oh, awesome! Hey. I Thank love you. actions! <laughs> All right, let's go with Mog. Mog, what what are we doing in between uh, yeah. sessions? Uh, <laughs> so I think Mog is going through a tough time. If the little backstory did not uh, give that emotional content at all, uh, but through that, I absolutely think he's uh, trying to push through. Um, so I ultimately am very happy to be at the Deep Cultures Institute. And I want to meet everyone, but I'm also really curious to, like, find out more about it. Um, so I would love to talk to Nib. Yeah. If I could. 
go in and find Nib. I mean, Nib and Tyress are scientists, and you notice that their relationship, while you know they were they were divorced, it's, things are getting better. They seem, to, they seem to be communicating with one another. Uh, but at one day, you just stumble into Nib's office where she's hard at work just scribbling over papers. Oh, uh, yeah, hey, hey, Mog, how's it going? You know, what do you, what do you need? Huh? Ah, and how are you today? Oh, I'm doing, uh, I'm doing real well. You know, I, um, just had a great, uh, I had a great day the other night, you Ooh. know? So, yeah. And what made it so great? Well, um, you know, a lot of times, me and Tyrese, we just don't have great communication with one another. And, uh, we just sat there and we went out to the park we were just talking with one another for hours and um, it was good it was good real good how are you enjoying your time here at the deep cultures uh, i mean are the dormitories are they are they up to your liking and all of that oh yes very accommodating very comfortable i have much gratitude uh, may i ask you a question though nip oh yeah of course i mean you're the, I... you're the hero so yeah I realize we are all here, and yet we know very little about the history of this place. Oh, oh, you're talking about the deep cultures Institute? Yes. yes. Um, well, How did they form, and what are your main operations? Mm, well, we were founded, um, uh, you know, a couple decades ago. A lot of, a lot of what Asana Town is based off of is that these places were just found. Isn't that just an amazing idea that we stumbled upon some some sort of uh, new world that was just kind of left for us? And as we started living here and operating in here, well, um, we started getting visits from people from the fire plane. Now, we don't know where they came from, but they're dignitaries and they're, um, they're all sorts of just people who came and started talking to us and... Now we can't go closer into the sun, but you I mean you've you've been here, you've experienced what we've experienced. You've heard the calls from the people down lower. You you have you've seen that things are happening around us. It's an incredible time to be alive and, and near matterous, isn't it? Ah. Yes, very much so. I am looking forward to experiencing the passion you have expressed. Mm. Hey, Mong, can I ask you a question? Ah, of course. Anything you would like. <laughs> what do you think's down there? Mmm. It's got, fun to think. Right, I got my ideas, but I, I want to know what you think. It's fun to imagine. <laughs> Perhaps there could be a whole family of fire whales. Little baby whales. Mmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And perhaps more than whales. Maybe there are fire dolphins. Oh! <laughs> now you're blowing my mind, Mom. <laughs> I must say, Nib, this conversation did more than maybe would meet the eye. I feel as I am wandering more as of late. And it is wonderful to hear you speak with such enthusiasm. It gives me purpose as well. Perhaps 
there is something there within your own relationship with Tyres, no? To share one's passion is to share one's soul. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Hmm. You want to know what I think might be down there? <sighs> yes, I do. I'm speak up a little louder. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I whispered it a little bit, you know. It's alright. We I, whisper uh, when we're passionate. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said I think there might be a god down there. Ah. Saren Ray? I wonder if if Saren Ray is is down there, is is living inside the sun. Maybe we could find her. Or or maybe one of the first ones. Maybe not even Saren Ray herself, but before her. Ah. Yes, perhaps something even more powerful, even more divine. Yes. It, it could be amazing now, couldn't it? This is something someone could spill the rest of their life into. Yeah. Yeah. I am hungry. Want applesauce? <laughs> yeah, 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 of course, of course. And... You go off and get applesauce from the cafeteria. And we'll leave that moment, and we'll transfer over to Captain Phoenix's moment. Captain Yay. Phoenix, where do you... Wait, Katie, where are you going? What are you doing? Oh, oh, time has passed, and Captain Phoenix has found the Scourge and found the whale hat and has assembled it all back together and hmm. uh, just went to the bar. That wow, you know... This is, uh, that's and not how these that? things happen, Katie. I, I mean, you asked what happened. I think that's what happened. Um, no, no, pretty no, sure no. That's how pretty it happened. sure that's not what but happened. Depends who you talk to. <laughs> what are you doing? Where are you going? I'm going to go find my ship. Okay. Well, it's kind of difficult because you currently don't have a ship. So you can't, like, leave the bubble cities of of the burning archipelago. Well, I'm going to go exactly where we left the ship. Okay. And if I'm seeing that I don't have a ship waiting there for me, I'm going to go find the guy who's responsible for watching my ship and the guy I gave probably a lot of credits to to dock my ship. And I'm going to go have some words. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's fair. Um, So you go and as you get uh, as you get there, um, there, there, of course, is no scourge. It is not there. It does not exist at the docking bay of Dawnshore where you had landed it. It's gone. Um, and so you, you, I imagine you take a few sips of your whiskey, uh, which has been plentiful. The, the people have given gifted whiskey to Captain Phoenix. I mean, you could fill rooms with it at this point. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but... The ship is gone, and so you go to find the ship master. As you look around, you find an office. Uh, it's kind of this dingy sort of building off to the side. There's all these ships around, and yet, you know, this is the small little building, and you start banging on the door, and out steps a very short uh, Sheeran, uh, female Sheeran. And so the Sheeran, if you recall, they're they're like the bug people. They look uh, a lot like um, a mix of bee faces with like um, 
praying mantis bodies, but not the kooky arms. Um, yeah, so, and she answers, Well, what can I do for you? Where's my ship? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, what, what is your name so I can look at I'm gonna grab her by the collar of Whoa. her clothing and grab her and pull her right to my face. Where Hello? is my ship? Uh, well, I, I need a name for uh, registration purposes. I can look back through all of my I pull you know, out like a crumpled piece and... of paper, probably like a receipt or some form of contract that you get when you dock your ship on this planet. And it's like probably half ripped and, you know, definitely crumpled and just tosses it. And I'm going to throw her back a little bit. Not throw her. I'm going to release her. But just with a, <laughs> with a, with a, with a mm. Oh, uh, yeah, let me check my records. Uh, by the way, my name is Zantalta, Zantalta Gek. If you, I didn't uh, ask. I mean, I... <gasps> All right. Um, you, that's fine. So um, give me one second. And, uh, and she starts just digging through the files. She pulls out another piece of paper and she goes, Well, now this is, this is very odd. Nope. Yeah, that... You've already given me this sheet of paper. Clearly I have not, since I'm here with that sheet of paper looking for my ship. Well, I I don't understand. You know, you said, hey, here's this. Can I have my keys back? And then I gave you the keys. You! I gave you the keys. So you lost your own ship. I did not. Wait, what? Is this some sort of joke? Uh, is this someone above you I can speak with? No, ma'am. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the shipmaster, so this oh, is my job. Oh, you're so. the one who who protects the ships that are docked here. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Oh, but you seem to have lost my ship and seem to think that I have come back here to get it. And yeah. now I've, I've, I've seemed to, to, to just lose my ship. And now I'm back here trying to find it again. Does that seem logical to you? Uh, well, um... Maybe I don't know. I'm a bit confused myself. Um, hang on one second, and let me pull up the uh, let me pull up the video feed. I've got a time code right here, and she punches into the info sphere of the burning archipelago. <laughs> it makes circus noises, and she pulls up security footage of that day at that time. And sure enough, coming forward right into her office is. Captain Phoenix oh, is a Bedzagak, is no-no. Captain Phoenix hands this Sheeran a piece of paper and walks off. She gets the keys, goes to the ship, and is gone. And I pull out my data pad because before all this happened and I had an inkling that our ship had been stolen... Uh, having spoken with, um, oh, Typhix. Thanks. Uh, having having spoken with Typhix. Um, so what I did is I had a bed to gack, or actually I probably had no no pull the clip of what we had been doing during sure. that time and the exact time code from Vesks in space, and uh, just kind of data pad at at her with that. Oh wow! Yeah, I can. 
I can see that there's some sort of miscommunication right here. This is, this is, um. Where did they go? Did they give you a name? No. Did they say anything? They said, uh, they said, uh, my name's Captain Phoenix, and uh, I well, here's my ship, and we're going goodbye. And then Is that they, how I sound? No, I just can't really do the accent. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't mean to be offensive. I just, they, she had the accent, and I can't do it. And I'm really, listen, things are. I'm things, just curious because, as you can see, yeah, um. Uh, my crew is on Vesks in space. What? I know. Now, now, what would happen if I go on Vesks in space and alert the entire universe oh, well. that this specific docking station loses ships? I don't, I don't know. I would definitely lose my job, but I can tell you, you saw the footage yourself. It's, it's not my fault. She produced the paper. She looked exactly like you, and, and I, I'm, I'm... I'm sorry, I, like, I don't, I don't know what I can tell you, but all I, all I know I can tell you is that they, they, they stripped part of it before they left. That's all I can say, and they, 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 they did so, what? They stripped part of it before and they left. And where did the pieces go? Uh, it's in the, it's in the, the, the Take pile, me the to them. Pile. It's in the heat pile. Take me to them. And you go to the heat pile, and sitting on the heat pile, is the whale hat. I collect the whale hat. It's huge. It is not something that can be collected. It's like a spaceship-sized whale. Collect the whale hat. All right. Uh, uh, you know what? This is, uh... There seems to be some sort of big, uh... Yes. Miscommunication. Yes, miscommunication. Um, how many people do you have working here? Uh, five. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I suggest you might want to hire more because I'm going to need this safely guarded until I have found my ship. Do you understand me? Oh, uh, yeah. And since we're dealing with someone who wants to pretend that they're me and my crew, you need to give me a word. Okay. And if I cannot produce that word, it is not me. Okay, I, you know what? I came up with a perfect word. Bangarang. Great. <laughs> that shall be the code word. Any other lookalikes want to come steal parts of my ship? What are all you kooky people doing? <laughs> I got mad and I was hiding. Tension, tension. All right. Uh, all right. Yes. Uh, um. You know what? Um. Can I? Can I do something to make it a little bit better? Uh, yes. You will give me my credits back. Okay. I can give you your credits back. Thank you. How many credits was it? Well, I mean, <laughs> never really took credits out, so I'm just gonna keep your credits how they were, Katie. You sneaky little trying to get your credits back. Uh, but I can tell you, uh, some, I can tell you some, something else is that, um, uh, you know, we could probably do a little work on the, on the, on the whale hat and, 
make it operational, it's going to take some time. We've only got five employees, and now i got to delegate at least one or two of them to go ahead. You have 24 hours. Uh, 24 hours is not enough time. To... I don't care. Okay. I'm going to do my best, and uh, um, I, I will, I'll, I'll do my best to... I'll, I'll do my best. You have 24 hours. Uh-huh. I'll return here with my crew in the morning. Oh, boy. Night. I'm just letting you know I'm on. Bangarang. And I'm going to walk away. And and Phoenix is going to go find uh, the nearest tavern. Okay. And spend the entire rest of the night drinking. Yeah. So we have all of those moments. uh, And now we're going to transfer back to where we were. Which is in the middle of an argument where... Nono has just brought in this android who seems not to understand the circumstances, but does know that now they're a part of the crew. And, uh, well, the rest, some of you may think that adding on new crew members is not the way to go. So let's just pick it up there, shall we? No. Look, I'm just saying, if we couldn't have Mims, maybe we could have this one. You can't say no, they'll already heal. <laughs> <laughs> From from all of your elevated blood pressure, I can see that my presence here is causing distress. Mm, But isn't it a fun conversation? Yell, yell, yell. (laughs) Mog, are you okay? (laughs) I would like to ask you all, what's the last thing that, you know, possibly could have happened had we, you know, when we add new people to our crew? Are you asking me as well? No. Where's our <laughs> ship? Abedzegek. No, no. Mog. Why are you assuming that that is a correlated thing? Technically, <laughs> the last time we added somebody to our crew, we found the big bad guy that we were looking for. So only good things can happen with Model 392 here. That's right. Hank said I was a hero. Model, Model 392, um, show the captains something cool you can do in Impresso. All right. Uh, <laughs> and with that, I'm going to take out my, um, uh, oh, let's see. What's, what's around me? Where are we exactly again? You are in a dormitory. So, uh, there's, um, uh, there's, uh, this nice little meeting room. There's a couple of couches, mm. uh, and it, everybody's feeling real nice in the dormitory. So... Is there like a lamp or something or like? Uh, yeah, so many lamps everywhere. Lamps all around. The room is full of lamps. Great. Um, I'm just going to uh, take out my pistol from my waist and not even look and shoot a lamp and shatter it and then put it back. Just in, but like all while sta- like looking still at the captain and just put it back. Nice. So, I, I hopefully hopefully that I, that's something I can do. We're just gonna say that's a skill I have. <laughs> So I'm just going to stare at the captain and go, um, I am quite skilled in this. And then, (laughs) and then shoot it. Accuracy. I can see that. I actually did not know that I could do that until I just did. You are very lucky that I'm actually a good shot. And what is your name? Model 392. I do not recall if I have given myself an actual name. Oh! A lot of my memory has been wiped. I do not recall my purpose. No, no, I love naming things. 
I know. Sorry, I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> Captain Phoenix, you were gonna say something. Fine. <gasps> but one condition. No more additions. Does this mean I am officially a part of your crew? Do no. I get a jacket? No. Is there some kind of... No. Okay. No and no. Wait. Hold on. <laughs> uh, a Benzigak would like to reach into their pouch and pull out um, four, four parcels um, wrapped that look like they're just wrapped up long tubes uh, and they have bows on them. Uh, and I would like to distribute them to everyone here. Fantastic. Everyone gets a rug. <laughs> As I watched this, I was like, is this a, is this common among your crew to be gifted carpet? Fortunately, I think it uh, might be. <laughs> Let me know if you can't hold it and I'll hold them all for you. Can I hold it? Yeah, everybody can, everybody can hold the rug. I, You know what? We're digging way into this. So, uh, Everybody gets a rug. It does 1d6 points of bludgeoning damage. Enjoy your rug, everyone. Uh, Nono goes over to her good buddy Abed and uh, says, You know, um, I am very grateful for the rug, but uh, since I just got over Void Death, I'm going to let you hold on to it in case we need another papoose. No problem. Yours is the blue one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk over to a bed Zagak and I'm going to, kind of like, awkwardly, hand the tube back to a bed Zagak and. Okay. Yes, thank you. Um, you'll hang on to this for me. Uh, you okay? Bed Zagak's giving out rugs and everybody's giving back. <laughs> Uh, you know who else is giving out rugs? Well, not literally, but they're giving things. <laughs> I'm gonna twenty-five dollars. I'll light them up for Nono or Scriff. Sharna D uh, donated twenty-five dollars. I can feel combat coming for Katie. Yay! Thirty dollars a dart for each player. Yes. Thank you. Guys. So, Bonnie, all of these things have tangible little aspects that happen in the game. So okay. when, when you get a stim pack, it like flies down out of the drone that is filming you. It's Abedzagak has this drone that's filming everything and it lands on the back of your neck and it just sort of like sinks there. It's very small, but it just starts lining up, uh, lining up to it. And then, oh, hi, Sam. Uh, yeah, I can see you now, at least a picture of you. Um, and then when you get one of these anesthetic darts, it's just like a flying little uh, little needle that's flying around in the air. And you feel like you can point at something and say, go hit that thing. And it will inject a little anesthesia in them, making it a little bit harder for them to succeed at whatever they're trying to do. How very delightful. <laughs> you gave me a mosquito. Excellent. I gave you a mosquito, a tiny little mosquito. Um, while, while all this is happening, I'm actually going to go walk up to, a, oh gosh, a bit, a bit, mm, yep. a bed's a gag, a bed's a gag. I'll go up, I'll go up to her and I'll be like, if you would like to gift me one of these rugs, I will also give it back for you to hold. Okay, I love holding them. 
So if you want to just like hand one to her and then she'll be like, and then just hand it right back. Like, I am officially a part of the crew now. Yay! I think. That's no, no, no. You are. No. And as I hand it back, these are lovely texture. I agree. They're high quality. I monogrammed all of them. <laughs> uh, so you all decide to just wait the night. I mean, you've been staying here at the Deep Cultures Institute for, for some time. You've been studying, you've been learning, and, you know, you you kind of get the shtick of how it all happens. Um, so in the middle of the night, you're sleeping, and this happens. Accommodations the DCI has provided due to Nib's gratitude are tidy and serviceable. Nib and her fellow academics brought a small array of fine food and drink from across the packed worlds to supplement the normal fare available in the dorms. The time here has been comfortable. Kind of nice, even. After you've been traveling around for quite some time, it feels good. In the wee hours, the Institute is usually quiet. However, this morning, a deafening klaxon sounds throughout the residential block. An automated voice accompanies the racket, announcing security breach in museum complex. Mother? Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, that was just funny. <laughs> as, abruptly <Does> it... <laughs> as, as abruptly as it begins, the alarm stops. After a few moments of silence, another voice sounds over the internal comm. It says, this has been an unscheduled test of internal security systems. Had this been an actual emergency, the alert you just heard would have been accompanied by further safety instructions. Please disregard this test. Sense motive on the voice? Sure. Can I sense motive? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, where are my skills? Ah! Oh boy. Wait, what do I have? Uh, okay. Sense motive. Yeah. Sense it. Six. Six. Seems just about right. Go back to sleep, no no. Yep. I mean other people could make any check that they would they are if they're curious about things. If not, then you can go back to sleep. I, mean, I would like to sense you. motive on the security alert AI. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> just kidding. No, just kidding. <laughs> sure, sure. It is your mother. And I knew it! Finally a piece to the puzzle of my existence. <laughs> just kidding. Alright, so you all just let it be. Y'all let this uh, let this alarm go off back to sleep a little bit then all of a sudden you hear like not on your personal comm units uh which is very strange you know because nip has been contacting you on your personal comm units but you hear like a a ringing from the wall and a buzzing from the wall um and it looks like it's the external comm unit that's uh, the communications array that's connected to the uh deep cultures institute Uh, I'll go over and answer it. Okay, ow, uh, this is, is this, uh, it's, oh, it's, it's on. I guess it's on, don't worry about it. Uh, hello? Hey, crew, you, uh, you heard that, right? Uh, yep. 
Okay, uh, well, um, let me just tell you, the DCI is supposed to schedule any alarm tests and to avoid, like, startling any staff that might be in there, you know, um, so, you know, so they don't, like, fall off of stools and risk losing hours of work, you know? They're supposed to tell you about the, uh, the alarm before the alarm goes off, so, um... You know, because our experiments are very delicate and... and right, everything. right, right. Get, get to why you called. Right, right, right. So, uh, could you go to the museum next door and just check it out? I mean, I'll, I'll be up there as soon as I can, but... I'm not... I'm not where I normally am. I'm, um... Were you on a date? Yeah. Yeah, where was um I'll be up there soon. Goodbye. Click. <laughs> Did we all hear that? Uh yeah, it's over a loudspeaker. Great. Uh From the inflection in his voice, I suspect that he was not wearing pants. <laughs> I think you're white. Who needs pants anyway? I'm a little nervous about that unstable experiment thing. What do you do? Captain? Go back to sleep. <laughs> okay. Cap Captain Phoenix just goes back to sleep. Uh, they're out of this part of... She's out of this part of the adventure. Move <laughs> on. And, you know, she'll be safe at least, right? Oh, yes. Uh, I... guess she's gathering her things and... Waiting to see what everyone else is going to go rush off to make her do. <laughs> Are we all in the same, like, room to sleep? So if you go over to the Roll20 page, yes. uh, I will show you that you're actually in, like, two separate dormitories. Oh. Um, two separate dorm rooms <laughs> that are... Uh, okay. Um, well, Nono is going to hop on top of Scriff and grab Mog's hand and try to go to the other room to check in with them. Because this doesn't sound sure. super great. You open the door. You know that the dormitories are actually, they are right next to the museum. Um, the museum is a place where, uh, People can visit and people can actually go see what is happening, uh, going on uh, at the Deep Cultures Institute. This is the Museum of Ender Solar Sciences. Um, so, you know, people go and they, they do work in this building that's right next to you. They try and figure out things, but um, yeah, there is, there is a museum next to the dormitory. I'm going to be just like, um, I would like to go investigate the museum. I actually have never been to a museum, or if I have, I do not recall it. Great. Yes, go do that. Thank you, Captain. As long as I have your permission, I feel like I can. Yes. <laughs> now that I am an official part of your crew. You're not. You're just here. But I got a rug. <laughs> you did not get a rug. I see. Magus. I'm just gonna stand and just gonna stare at the captain. Kind of hurt, but can't really express it. 
Like you see an expression on her face where like she's trying to process her emotions. Like these are new feelings for her, or at least she doesn't remember having these feelings before. So right. she's um, she's smiling, but you can see in her eyes that that stung. Yeah, there's pain there that yes. you never really thought of before. And she just uh, takes a sip of her whiskey and just like turns around and walks away. Abed whispers into Model 358's ear, You have a rock in my heart. (laughs) Thank you. I'm sure it'll make the heart's room pull together. (gasps) Magus is very tired and lethargic. Um, Just sad. But uh, traveling behind you, just... Hello! Mog is happy again. <laughs> oh, there he is. Mog is Mog is happy and good again. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. So, I am I... happy and good again. Oh, he's lying. <laughs> uh, I took you by the the pinky, and we're going to check on the others before we go see what this awful alarm was about. Yes, the what alarm. You, what is happening right now, dude? I don't know anything. Just an alarm. That's it. It is okay, Mog. I also do not know anything. I like you. I do not know how I feel about you. I do not know you. This Ah, is awkward. What an opportunity to share a new connection. Yes, I'm very excited to share. We get so much done. Yes, let us go to the museum. So you're in a you're in a dormitory that is next to and attached to a museum where people do work. Uh, scientists do work within the museum, but uh, there are guests that come in and enter and watch the scientists at work. Um, but in the wee hours of the morning, an alarm went off. Um, you know, Nono tried to figure out what it was, but was a little too groggy. And then Nib, she called and she was like, "Please go check out the museum. That's not supposed to happen." Um, took a little bit of convincing Captain Phoenix, who appreciates her quality sleep. And you know what, Katie? I'm right there with you. I'm right there with Captain Phoenix. Now, I appreciate it, too. And now you're here, all outside in this dormitory, getting ready to go look at what's going on. Sorry. <laughs> you good. Um, so... I mean, we've been here before for a while, right? So yeah. we would know that these this double doors to the south in the hallway are the only entrance into the museum? Yep. Okay. That would be the case. Cool, cool, cool. And I, I'm i going to go stand on top of... I'm sitting on Scriff. Scriff and I are going to go stand next to the door, but Nono learned her lesson recently that you don't go first. And she mm. looks at Abed and waits. Oh, coming! Uh, and Abed runs right over. Doo, doo, sure. doo. Right to the front of the door. I am strong. I have a gun. I can take out bad things. I will also go towards the front because it is polite to knock. And I'll knock on the door. <laughs> Look at you learning. Thank knock you. Knock on the door. I'll probably follow them. Also, I don't have control, just so you know. Oh, you don't. Uh, let me make sure. I don't know what happened. I recall in my memory that... 
what was I going to say? <laughs> See my memory already. Uh, oh yeah, that Perfect. manners that manners are important and polite. Mm. Absolutely. Yep. So yep. uh, so model <laughs> three. Who am I? <laughs> model three nine two steps yep. up and knocks on the door. Um, and Captain Phoenix goes and hangs out by the lavatories. Um, and door, nobody responds. Nobody, nobody comes to the door. Nobody answers. You have key cards. Sweat my key card. You open the door and that door needed no lavatory. Oh, there you go. Okay. Uh, you swipe your key card and the door opens in front of you. What do I see? What you see, this area has an outdated entertainment center, kitchen, and walk-in refrigerator, as well as supply closets, a double door labeled administration. Oh, that's this area. That's what you're looking at over there. Mm-hmm. Just try to... Hang on. This office-lined passageway houses the works the workspaces of museum administrators. You can kind of see in between to all these spaces. They uh they have these glass office spaces that from the interior you can't see out of, but from the exterior you can look in and watch people while they are working. Huh, that's creepy. Mm. Yes. It's amazing. I agree. What are they working on? There's nobody here right now. It's the middle of the night. Uh, Abed walks to the middle of the hallway. Okay. So I have viewpoints of all six of these little rooms. Absolutely. And you you don't see anything. It seems everything seems normal. Is the alarm still going off? Uh, no. The alarm has been satiated and pacified, and you even heard somebody come in and say, this is an unscheduled test of of this system. Unscheduled test? So does it mean it's just a test? But you do know that Nib said this is not the case. Like, that's not how they schedule tests. They always right. have a... They always have a... They always have an announcement beforehand that says, like there will be a test coming up so that people don't mess up their scientific experiments. Excuse me, do we have our duck medbot nearby? Yeah. Great, because I suspect foul play. Ah! I'm done. <laughs> that has nothing to do with the scene. I never said that. She wouldn't know that. <laughs> but it, it's, it's... I've just been wanting to say it all night. <laughs> Where do you go? What do you do? Uh, is there another, at the end of this hallway, uh, I've moved forward. Uh, yeah. Is there uh, another spot for a key card swipe? Yes, there is. A key card swipe it. You key card swipe it. It opens up and reveals a hefty set of rooms. Most of these are office buildings as well. You've already seen very similar things uh, in the previous room. It has a image that looks like this. 
A few chairs and low tables fill most of the space here. Double doors to the east and west read DCI staff only. A door marked elevator stands to the northwest, but the panel beside it glows red. To the south are two doors, each leading to a meeting room that can be seen through the transparent wall. A staircase east of the elevator leads up, curving out of sight. Hmm. Um, I'm going to stick, I'm going to walk down the hall and stick close to No-No because we've established that No-No is my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that mm-hmm. is that is one thing that I feel. So I'm just going to stick next to my new friend in case anything goes oh. hairy. Okay. New friend! So Captain Phoenix brazenly walks into the room um, and as she walks in, a happens and this bomb explodes around her and cascading through the air are tiny little flecks of shimmering material you've been hit by a glitter bomb so while i uh roll for damage why don't we all roll initiative how far did i make it into the room ah not that far, not that far. You That's what I figured. That's four what I was spaces in. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we will roll for some initiative. Right well, we're doing that. Bea McAllister donated $30. This is for Mog in your face, Ben Birch. What? And Sharna gave me an extra action and a Benzagak. Hey, wow. Okay. And Sharna gifted a sub to Topper Harley. Wow, wow. that's very nice. Okay. I saw something mentioned about the new catchphrase for season two, which I believe is now in your face. In your face. Okay, that's fair. 25 for Captain Phoenix. What's up, Mog? What do you got? Sir, I have a 16. 16. Whoa! I know. Season two, speedy. Mog, I got a 392. What do you have? I've gotten a dirty 20. Ooh, the dirtiest of 20. But not naughty, just dirty. There's a difference. Just dirty. dirty. We've established that with the mud. Six. Six, quality. Six. (laughs) No, no. 15. 15 for no, no. It's because you were carrying all those rugs. They slow you down, man. (laughs) Worth it. All those rugs. So, Captain Phoenix, this bomb explodes next to you, and you take three points of damage. Very minimal. And but, Captain uh, Phoenix it, is dead. Yeah, just dead. And you're covered in this sparkling foil. It, like, it won't come off of you. And stepping around the corner is a, a small creature, a, um, a creature that is uh, is common in the areas that you've seen. You kind of know what they look like because you've experienced them before. You see an Akeshti. <gasps> oh. A little red lizard-like person oh. looks over the edge at Captain Phoenix, screams with glee, and opens fire. Oh. Yup. Looks like me, but scary. Absolutely. So, this one is coming right after you. Here we go. Oh, Katie. Mm -hmm. This one shoots, it actually, uh, it like, 
it peels down a corner of its eye and, and opens it at the bottom and just squirts out this blood right to, oh, oh boy, it took over the entire page. Uh, it squirts out this blood directly at you. And, uh, yeah, you, uh, you, uh, you have this, like, goop all covered up against you. And it's, that's its move action. So there's still more to be had as it levels its rifle and shoots at you. Uh, how, are you rolling damage for the goop, or? No, the goop is just the goop. Don't worry. <laughs> it's just uh, maybe for future goopings, you know. Um, it's it's needed for future goops. Uh, it shoots its pistol. It's got this pistol aimed right at you. Uh, does a 15 hit your flat foot? Oh, never mind. Hit your KAC. Yes. A 15 hits your KAC. Fantastic. I will roll some damage then. You are going to take four points of piercing damage. And we'll go to the top of the round. It is now Captain Phoenix's turn. So this goop didn't do anything to me? The goop's just, you're just covered in goop. Just covered in goop. I mean, it seems very uh, common now, right? Like you. I mean, just for are... for Phoenix. I mean, it's just another day. Another, another day. Terrible day. Uh, Phoenix isn't gonna take too kindly to this, and he's shooting this from top of the stairs. Yeah, he's kind of up above this area uh, on top, and uh, and yeah, he's All looking right. down at you. Um, well, I'm pretty darn, uh, upset and angry with him. Okay. So, Makes um, sense. I'm gonna cast a junk shard at him. Oh, you're gonna cast a little junk shard at him. Been too you're long. Gonna, you're gonna get, yeah, it's been too long. Uh, you're gonna get a reflex save. Okay. Maybe make that reflex save. Uh, that will be a 15. Uh, are gonna pass that reflex. Yay. But I have an extra action. So okay. um I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna uh I'm gonna do it again. You're gonna do it again? Mm-hmm. Alright, so you cast junk shard again. We all know that Captain Phoenix isn't one to hold on to her spells, so you just lace another uh another one right at this creature. And I'll anesthetic dart your roll. Ooh, a dart flies through the air, and this little mosquito stings, stings this Akeshti. He rolled a natural one on his reflex save, so uh, tell me how much damage my poor little guy is taking. Yeah, um, hang on a sec while I roll it. Uh, and in the meantime, uh, I'm gonna call upon patches. Uh, I'm gonna use my med AI to mm. come heal me up. Patches, quack, quack. the duck waddles over to you. <laughs> Oh, wow, that was two sixes. Ooh. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 points of damage. 17 points of damage. You just laser into this Ikeshti and, uh, and falls down. Patches. <laughs> Patches heals you up. He steps over. Uh, here, you, uh, Captain Phoenix. <laughs> Um, can 
I don't well, think I can. I mean, you can move. Right, right. Um, I was gonna say, am I able to? Is there like a detect trap sort of thing? Yeah, perception. Oh, great! I'm gonna roll a perception check, check and see if there are any more. Um, ooh, fifteen on the die, uh, plus three, so seven. Uh, eighteen. Okay. Uh, to 18. see if there are any other traps or creatures lurking about. Doesn't seem like there are any more traps. Um, tell, uh, what's going on upstairs, up these, uh, up this rampway, but on your current level in the office spaces behind you, you don't hear. Okay. End of my turn. All right. Next up, we have model 392. What are you going to do? Yes, is our enemy down? Well, you're outside the building right now. I uh, am? Yep. So if oh. you want to head over to the roll 20 page. Oh, how fast do I move? You move uh, 30 feet per movement. So you can move 60 feet and get all the way up to Captain Phoenix. Uh, and is, is there still a threat? Is there still like something there? It doesn't seem like there is. It's very, very odd. So there's, so the guy is dead. The guy's down. The lizard man is down. He's tumbling down the stairs. He's rolling, uh, like a. Because I, because I want to be like you know, even though I am not officially a part of this crew, that is still my captain, and I'm going to start running over just in case. Because I have no other motive. Yeah. Great. <laughs> so you go ahead and you, uh, you. Run up next to Captain Phoenix. Good on you. You yeah. get all the way up to her. I am here, Captain. Please. Yeah. Give me a task. Next up, we have Mog. Uh, yeah, I'm also uh, in the back. So I'm just going to go ahead and, and step inside. And then I would like to uh, close the door to protect our rear flank. Okay, mm. Good. And is there a way to potentially lock the door? Whether that is a computer check or if my key card just does that. Your key card will absolutely do that. And as you swipe to lock the door, all of a sudden you hear that there is a good agent of chaos on the board. Yeah! What? Yes. So, uh, Jamie, if you would read the document, please, I would very much appreciate it. Oh, okay. Um, okay, okay, okay. This Finn, Finn wants a fin roll to see who gets Agent of Chaos. Kisses. All right. So, a fin roll. Everyone roll your D20, please. The lowest number will get. Oh man, I got a nat 20. Agent of Chaos. What a waste of a nat 20. I got a six. Oh man, I got a seven. I got a, I got an eight. Oh. <laughs> I got a 10. You got a 10. All right. Jess, you are the recipient of a good agent of chaos. Eee. Please roll your D20. Okay. 18. There we go. 18. I hope it's one of the new ones. Ooh, me too. I want to hear so, it. So, all of a sudden, this uh, black hole opens up in the sky, and a firework, a uh, small firework, drops out of it. It wiggles around, and it, it pops in front of your face. Uh, huh. And it says... We can rebuild him. 
a surgical tent pops into existence right next to you, and out of it uh, steps out Patches the duck, uh, who waddles forward and just rushes you in, and they get to work on surgery. And ah! they start uh, surgically amplifying your body, and you get to decide what biotech you would like for the rest of the session. You can either have climbing suckers that go onto your hand and make it so that you can climb things. You can have mighty vocal cords so that you can yell and cause people to be shaken. You can have clinging hands which cling to weapons so that nobody can take them away from you. Or you can have a healing tendril which literally lives on your back and then sticks into people to make it easier to heal them. I like all of those. <laughs> Jessica, please take your time. We have no idea which one you're going to pick. Hey, Samuel Elizabeth <laughs> Forbes. How dare you share my little middle name? <laughs> Gabriel Susan Lewis. <laughs> Samuel Marie. Okay, Combo. Jessica wants super vocal cords. However, I'm going to resist because a bedzigag would want sticky hands to never let go. Okay, so you're wanting clinging hands. Yes. All right, so they get to work on your uh, on your hands, and they start putting like spider-like tendrils, uh, those little things that go onto Spider-Man's hands that make yeah. it so that he can uh, grab onto things. And you now have the biotech clinging hands. Am I able to hold two in each hand so I have four rugs in my hands? Let me just read it to you. Your hands are covered with tiny fibers that, like those of gecko toes, you gain a plus two circumstance bonus to your KAC against disarm combat maneuvers and to perform disarm and grapple check maneuvers. You can increase uh, any of the DC of your, or you get to increase the DC of your athletics to climb due to slipperiness or anything like that. Ooh. That is what happens. We can tie on. Yep. (laughs) You want, no, you can say things. Go for it. Oh, I was just going to be stupid and say, (laughs) it's been a great day. That's all. (laughs) As soon as you come out of the tent, I'll be like, we are now closer. (laughs) Look at this. And I stick my hands on you. (laughs) You have been modified. Oh, I did not consent to this. (laughs) But now I do. It is all right. Hooray! Skunk, skunk. That's the noise that it all right. makes when I release I love it. you. I love it. What do you do? Where do you go? Is it really over? Hmm. Is it? No. It's a break. Well, uh, well Nono's going to step into the room. Okay. And take a look-see around because the captain was... Cap, I mean, you were just, like, attacked, and then this guy fell down the stairs, and I'm a little confused right now. So, uh, Nono's gonna do a quick perception check. Okay, go for it. But it's a natural one. Oh, yeah. You're pretty tired, so you think maybe bed would be the best choice? You think you Mm -hmm. did it. All right, it's all safe in here. We can just go back. Uh, go back to sleep, right? Are we still on initiative order? No, you can be out of initiative order. Oh, I walk forward. I do as well, because I'm far away. And I would like to... No, never mind. Uh, I'll just 
Do I have a clear line of sight up the stairs if I move to the bottom of the stairwell? Yeah, you can see up the stairs. All right, what do I see, Ben? Well, you see that the stairway ends not too much further into kind of an office space. The, uh, the rooms are well lit, but uh, you can't see too much further. It is up, like a level. So think about at the bottom of the stairs looking up, you might not be able to see up there. So what do I see to the left of the stairs then? That's just like a little office. Oh, like you're talking about this space that is down right here, correct? No, I'm talking about like, I, I think there's some doors to my left. Um, oh, you're talking about this doorway over here to your uh, west. Yeah, the, the left of the staircase. Uh, that That is the door that's marked elevator, uh, but the button is red. Uh, the one that is to your north, and then these two doors to your west are just doors. You haven't opened them yet. All right, I'm going to ascend the stairs, and I'm going to go check out this dude's body. What has he got on him? Uh, he's got some goodies with him. Mm. So uh, if you will pull up your, uh, your inventory page, I shall show you what he has on him. He has second skin armor, a long sword, a pulse caster rifle. Uh, it's got a high capacity battery to it, and he's got this industrial backpack and a med pack or med patch and the credits. And I hand most of it to a bed's gag. I'll take it. I need <laughs> things. Nice. Oh, I forgot my KAC went up and my EAC. Oh darn. There um, are some very brilliant minds in this building. If they are in danger, we must move quickly. Yes, and Captain, I also must make this observation. You are not very inconspicuous with that shiny material all over your body. <laughs> kind of like tries to dust it off a little bit. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't go. She's, uh, Captain Phoenix is gonna move to the top of the stairwell and see what she sees. Okay, as you move up to the top of the stairwell, now the room opens up a bit and you are able to see this balcony bordered with a transparent half wall overlooks the museum floor 15 feet below. Numerous panels display images of erupting solar flares and show the movement of solar currents. Clear display cases house an array of artifacts, from objects related to sun worship on various worlds to a large technological satellite labeled as a solar atmosphere probe. Overhead hangs a replica of the skeleton of a fire whale, a magical beast that swims in the sun's atmosphere. Two wide stairways descend to the museum floor. But that isn't all you see. As you get to the top of the stairs, you see that there's this robot that is meandering around, and you notice that it, it's very similar to robots that you've seen before. Uh, this one seems very strong with the intent to, uh, to block out somebody who has opposed it. Uh, if you look on your roll 20, you've seen it before! It is a good old-fashioned robot! And... Standing right next to the robot is another Akeshti, although this one smaller seems to have better armor and seems more equipped. And they look Oh. 
Now that we've got that all figured out, let's go back into initiative. Everybody roll me some initiative checks. Oh. Eight. Eight? <laughs> Not rolling well today. Doing well. Fourteen. Fourteen. I rolled an 18. 18 for model 392. Mom? I got a 13. No, no, what'd you get? 14. And Captain Phoenix. 30, 20. 30, 20. So we pretty much stay close to the same initiative order that we have right now, except these creatures get to act much, much earlier. Captain Phoenix, you do uh, see that these two creatures, they pop into existence. They're, they've been hidden behind this, uh, this kind of, uh, they've been hidden up here back in this little corner. They pop up and they are ready to attack. The robot rushes forward towards you on the stairs and takes a slam attack against you. He gets the surprise round and not me. Well, as it's because you're covered in glitter, Captain. <laughs> model 392, you are covered in glitter and goopiness, and you did set off a bomb downstairs. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and roll some attack rolls here. This is going to be a 23 to hit. Uh, which I believe does. Yep. You are going to take 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Next up is this creature in the corner. It looks at you, and uh, she's going to take a little shot at you with her pulse caster rifle. Jeez. So that's going to be a dirty 20 to hit. Hit. And she does three points of non-lethal damage. What? It is your turn, so what would you like to do? Uh, well, if uh, I have a giant robot in my face, mm-hmm. I'm going to be pretty upset about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just reach out, and I'm going to grab them with a jolting surge. Hmm. Jolting surge. Yep. Seems that... Your sleep has been interrupted, and you are none too happy about it. And I'm about to hit you with a ranged touch attack. So here it comes, and you get no save. That is going to be a 19. A 19. 19 will do it. Go ahead and roll damage. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. That's actually a 21. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. They get a plus two bonus because they're electrical. Okay, okay. That's going to be eight, 13, 16. 16 total points of damage. And you see that this robot doesn't seem too phased. It's its turn. Uh, so, uh, actually, you know what? Moving up and attacking, that would have, uh, taken two actions. So, it's only gonna get one action today, uh, for this second round, which it would be a move action. Uh, so it won't take an action. But that creature in the back will take another shot at you with its pulse caster rifle. That will be a 16 to hit. 
AAC or EAC? EAC. You will hit. Mm, you take another five points of non-lethal damage. Remember, all of your damage goes through your stamina first and then into your hit points. And if you get down to zero, or if your non-lethal matches your hit point total, you are unconscious. All right, we move on. Model 392, it is your turn. What would you like to do? Yes, is it possible to move up towards the captain as well as take an attack action? Ben, I'm sorry, I didn't get a move action. You can have a move action if you would like. I'm just going to take a guarded step, that's take all. Take that guarded step. That's always a smart move. Uh, let me see how far you can get. Model 392. You can get up the stairs. To the robot? Uh, you can get up to the robot, but you cannot attack the robot quite yet. Okay, I'm gonna do that and just get as close as possible to it. And okay. be like, hello cousin, we are very much alike, but not at all. And ah! you are hurting my not actual crew. Okay. If I and may, then I will prepare to attack for next time. If I may, you do have an extra action. You do have oh, an extra true. action. Then I'm gonna, oh, that's what I, oh, you're right. I have a, thanks. Thank you, thank you, uh, chat, for dropping that extra action in for me. There you go. So I'm you gonna can take make an it. Attack. What would so, you like to do? Um, I'm going to pull uh, on my thigh. You can see my, that little small contraption that looks like a. I describe it as like a sonic screwdriver size, but with a yeah. hammer top. Yeah, And yeah, I'm gonna yeah. pull it out. It's my assault hammer, and I press a button, and it the hammer part expands. It becomes a. Uh, very large. It's an nice. enlarged assault hammer. Fun! I forgot that it did that. Um, <laughs> and I'm just gonna look the robot straight in its not eyes, and uh, w like, I'm just gonna, with all my physical strength... Just wallop it. Just, uh, whip it. Whip it Alright, go for it. Make your attack roll. I will. Okay, so I'm just wanting to make sure... Oh, you're right. It, this is a melee attack? Yes, it is. Okay. 18. 18. Mm -hmm. Against KAC. And 18 is a hit. Roll damage. Nice. Uh, you take this hammer back and you just bat it, it right in the face. I rolled a 2 plus 4, so 6, but. I want it to be more. Yeah. Or, well, don't we all? So it, yeah. you you kind of just rake it across its face. You haven't. You don't know that you've actually done this before. You could be very good at it, or you could be very bad. You're you're not. This really is all new to me it. again. Absolutely. I hope that that made a dent. <laughs> no, no. It is your turn. Okay. Um. No, no. It's going to. Lunch, Cliff! Sounds like we gotta get up there! Our new buddy's up there! So, uh, Scriff is just gonna move... Take two move actions. Okay. Which will, uh, put me at the top of the stairs by, uh, Captain Phoenix and my new buddy. Alright. Would I know anything about the Akechdi? Or the robot, I'm specifically looking if I would know if acid affects them. Okay. Um, yeah, roll a... Hmm. Let me check here. Roll a... Life science check. You 
if I'm not trained? Uh, if you're not trained, you cannot roll one. However, you could roll on the uh, on the robot. That's just an engineering check. Okie dokie. Uh, 22. Nice. Uh, 22. You do know that this creature is uh, acid and hurt it. Uh, this is a patrol class security robot. Um, you have surpassed it. Wait a second, I gotta do this. You rolled a 22. Huh. You surpassed it by uh, one mark. So what would you like to know? Uh, let, what? Is it mostly melee? You know, you know what I mean? Like, would I know that its attacks are gonna be up close? It has or- a ranged attack. However, it does seem to prefer melee attacks. Okay. All right, everybody, if you can keep a little bit of distance from it. Uh, as she levels, let me see, what is this thing? It's her new acid dart rifle. Nice. At the robot. And I'm the taking robot. a minus four because it's in melee, right? No, that's in Pathfinder. What you are doing is it's <laughs> in deep cover. Uh, so it actually has more than that. Uh, as you are trying to shoot through all of your companions. Yeah. I'll go ahead and roll, and then you tell me the... Okay. ...what I subtract. Go ahead. Uh, probably not gonna do it. Let's see. Mm, That's gonna be a 16, then with whatever penalty I take. Uh, Against an EAC, that will not hit as it just doesn't really find its way through to the mark. Um, It's Mog's turn. Mog, what would you like to do? Hey, uh, I'm slow, but I want to make it because I have the help of chat uh, and our wonderful family here. Uh, So I'm going to start to head up the stairs as well. So I'll go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. That's my move action. Oh, wonderful. And then I'm going to move again. 5, can I go here? 10? Yeah. Okay, and then 15, 25? Yeah, as, as Mog just kind of like waterbles his way up the stairway. Doop-a-doop-a-doop. <laughs> uh, and then I'll go ahead and spend one of my extra actions to move again. Sharna <laughs> <laughs> uh, gave you another extra action. Yay! Oh, nice. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, five, ten... Uh, can I go over this railing on the stairs here? Oh, man, it seems so difficult. Might need an athletics check. Oh, I'll just roll over it. Are you really slow? <laughs> I'm here. I'm a slug man. Oh, the, oh okay. So I'm, I'm still learning about its character. Yeah, as no, you, As you walk by very slowly, I'm just going to be like, hello, Mog. <laughs> oh. <laughs> as, I, <laughs> as I tumble over the side of this. <laughs> just throwing your body. Yeah, so you this is 25. Do? So five... Uh, 10, 15, and if I can, 20. So what do yeah. I need to roll, Ben? Athletics? Athletics. You got it, baby. <laughs> Yay! Oh. oh, I rolled a 19 on the die. Hey. Plus, yes. plus zero. Mog <laughs> crushes it. He lands on two feet. Nice. So Aww. then 25 to complete my movement. Is oh. there a wall to my left here? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, I am going to... Can I use another extra action? Yes. I'm doing it. So I'm going to do good. another one. And I'm going to blast this thing with my eyeball. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. First attack, 
first eyeball. Take a shot with your eyeball. I love it. I will also stim myself. Okay. Using so up all those. Using them. All those resources. And if I hit, you better believe them, but use my light em up. Okay. Okay. okay here we go. With my with my stim, I only have a plus three. <laughs> okay. Hey, dirty twenty. Dirty twenty is a hit. Roll damage. Are you yeah. using your light em up? I am. I am. <laughs> for asking. Welcome. I believe that is an extra D six. Yes, it is. Here comes three D six. Wow. Three. Five is eight. And three is eleven. Okay, eleven points of damage cuts into her stamina. We move on. It is now Abedzigak's turn. Abedzigak, you're all alone down there, and this is when things get really hair-raising because you just hear noises downstairs. You got left alone, and all of a sudden you hear, like, every door starts to clank, clank, clank open, and you get rushed by a million creatures, and... <gasps> I'm just kidding. I was like, I'll take them. I'm ready. <laughs> Quick, no, use you your rugs. <laughs> You better believe it! Okie dokie, I've been waiting all my life for this moment. Okay, so I am all the way down at the bottom of the stairs and I can move a total of 35 feet. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Okay, here I go. I'm about two thirds of the way up the stairs. Okay. And uh, I would like to use my extra action to move close enough. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to boom uh, another uh, 15 feet forward. Okay. Okay. So I have this rug gun. It can shoot a 30 foot cone. Yes. Yes, it can. Are you gonna kill okay. us all? <laughs> you would also. No, I'm hit, not. Yes, you would. Are you right now are in a position to shoot Mog and to shoot Model 392 and uh, enemies. Okay, wait. So I thought we were friends. No way. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I only moved two. I can move 35. So can I go this wooden? Uh, there's like a wooden plank pathway above us. Is that is that separated by a wall or is no, that flat no wall. ground? That, that's it's just decor. Okay, great. Then I only moved by 10. 15, 20, 25. Okay. Okay. Oh, no, that's not far enough. <laughs> not, but you can okay. shoot one of them. I'm going to shoot the one that is to the mm, northwest. Okay. Of you're, me. You're shooting this tiny little Akechti. Go ahead, take a shot with your rug cannon. Ah! And I would like to say, um, I would like to put the blue one into the cannon. And go, this is for Nuno! It doesn't work. You can't just shove any rug in there. there Why are, not? There, okay, fine. Whatever. You can shove whatever rug you want in there. Thanks so much. All right, here we go. Uh, so would this be a ranged attack? Yes, it is a ranged attack. It's what a dream. shooting a rug. Oh, boy. That's going to be a total of 11. 11 against KAC does not hit. Dang it. Oh, your poor little rug gun. Man, My I was, I was hoping for more. Captain Phoenix, it's your turn. Great. I'm going to take a garden step. And okay. I would like to pull out of my bag a serum of healing. Ooh, good call. Good call. As You uh, you got wailed on pretty hard there, so it's smart that you take that oh. serum of healing. Actually, you pop it in. Max. How much did you roll? Max. Ooh. Good, nice. Good, good. All right. Now, 
now it's my turn. Well, actually, I have another action. You do? How do you have another action? Uh, I actually have two more actions. Oh, all these extra actions. It's too many. I think I'm just going to use it to drink another serum of healing, though. So don't get too, like, upset about it. Okay, so uh, you don't really drink serums of healing, though. You just inject them into Oh, I'm gonna, I'm, then I'm just going to inject it. So all this is going to be... Please don't drink that, Captain. <laughs> Very bad. All right, great. I'm feeling... Phoenix is feeling much better. Good. Good for you. Uh, is it my turn now, Katie? Um, well, I mean... Yes, go ahead. <laughs> Well, this uh, this robot's angry, um, so it's going to take a five-foot uh, guarded step uh, into the fray and then attack model 392 with slamming its fists into them. That's going to be only a 14, so I don't believe that hits against your KAC. That does not, sir. No. he. I want him to hit me, and I'm just going to go... Ow. I'm sorry. I want to make you feel like you're doing well. <laughs> um, well, guess what? I'm not done. Because oh. I, too, have an extra action. And Bonnie, I'm done. <laughs> my, my creature's gonna smash you. So, here we go. Okay, I will stand here and let you hit me again. Go on. That's a 28 to hit. That ah. hit! Yeah, yeah, I figured that one might have done it. Your first one was just a practice shot. I see now. Take a total of eight points of bludgeoning damage. Ow. However, I will tell you that that adds an entropic point into your pool of entropic points that you can use. Ooh, and that's a good thing. Right. I still don't know what that means, but I well, think it's a good thing. Your entropic slap. Uh, now you can add an extra D4 to it. Oh, that's right. I get to slap him. Yes, you do. But it's still my turn because I've got this little Akeshti uh, who was shot at and uh, it didn't really like it and it was exploded with an eye. That's not very fun. So it aims its eyes at you, Mog. You can see that that she's got some, uh, she's got like this exocortex that's helping to cover up her armor and she really narrows in her eye on you. Uh, oh, but she's going to miss dreadfully. She rolled a two on the die. Uh, she just like, I'm going to get him. And then and then she sees your eyes, which are very frightening, and uh, and shoots into the sky. She was probably on. she's probably closer than she thought, but. Right. But, <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I don't think an eight hits you, right? Honestly, it's not that it's not that far off. <laughs> All right, model 392. Okay. Is it time for a slap? Oh, it is. Uh, I'm going to look at the robot and uh, be like, searching for strong catchphrase. <laughs> and then uh, look him back in the eye and go, get ready to be female dog slapped. And then uh, <laughs> and then I'm going to use my entro- uh, entropic? entropic? Entropic. Sure, entropic strike. Uh, with that point there as well. Okay, are you adding in that, uh, are you adding in any, uh, any 
you know, stim packs or. Uh, or you tell me. Like I don't know what any of that. I think a stim uh, pack would be a good idea. Yeah. To add a little plus one to your roll on. Oh yes, I want to do that. Yes. All right. There you so go. So I, I first I roll a d20 to see if there I hit correct. There you go. Oh, 22. 22 is going to be a hit. So now you roll for your entropic strike. Okay. You had two points, and you do have the ability to spend both of those points on your entropic strike, adding an extra d4 per each use of that entropic point. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do what that is. Awesome. So that means I have to roll two d4s. Three d4s? You have to roll three d4s. Yeah, I do. Wow. That is a four. That is a two. And a four. You add six to that, so that's And then a plus six. So that's 16 points of damage as your new friend just slaps the living life out of this robot. Just right, right upside the head. I shook my whole table when I slapped like that. It was so aggressive. And, uh, and really damages this robot. No, no, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, huh? Hear me out. She just, she just sees Model 392, like, just slap the life out of this robot. Yeah. And No-No feels a little bit like she's got to prove herself. Ugh. So, um stands up in her riding saddle on top of Scriff, and she would like to jump and grapple this robot's arms <laughs> oh, like, like Yoda backpack um, so that it can no longer slam my dear friends. Okay. You now, could do it. You, this can is I? tough. This is so tough. So make a roll. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. This is a, a melee attack, right? Yes, a melee attack okay. against their KAC plus eight, but you get a little bonus. Would an eight do it? An eight is not going to do it as Nono flies through the air, <laughs> uh, missing the the creature and just ending up on the other side. Can I catch Nono? <laughs> <laughs> I can extend my arms. Can I yeah, extend my arms to catch Nono? That's true. Uh, yeah, no, because it's not a reaction. No, no, falls to the ground very hard uh, and very upset. Yes, no. But then Scriff, I, as I'm flying through the air, leaping all six arms, uh, I'm going to yell, Scriff, go help Benzikak! And uh, Scriff is going to, mm, do I want Scriff to jump or just walk? Jumping robot dog. So this uh, six-legged robot dog just kind of scurries over to a Benzigak. It did leave a a square, so you're going to get slam attacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a 13 against KAC. Hold on. 13 does not hit. <laughs> All right, so just robot misses robot as Scriff waddles its way over to a Benzigak. Hi, buddy. It is now Mog's turn. Mog, what would you like to do? You've shot your eye. Phrasing. So weird. <laughs> uh, so Drag. I feel like I, I misunderstood uh, the room. Uh, we're looking. Is this a balcony? Yeah, this is a balcony. So did they jump down? Is this? 
Are we looking down on no, doing no, no. Like there's the bottom a, there's a balcony on this other side here. Oh, I see, I see. Can yeah. we see on? Just over the railing. Yes, of the and stairs, actually, yeah. uh, now that you're looking, you can see that there is a big, wide open area. Some of you have been here before. And in fact, I will say, Model 392, this area all seems vaguely familiar. Processing. This area looks vaguely familiar. Yeah. But you see this space open up, and now that you've mentioned it, Mom, you're not alone. As four more Ikeshi start running up beside uh -oh. to attack you. Should have played blind. We can't see them, they can't see us. Yep. Thanks for reminding me, bud. Hey, come on. Hey. Uh, righty then. Mm. Oh no. I don't like. I don't like them. No. Mm. Mm. I will tell you what, my friend. <laughs> I will shoot the one in front of me. All right. <laughs> shoot the no. one right in front of you. That's a good idea. No, I won't do that. Juke you. I'm gonna oh, use wow. harrying fire. All right. To make a range attack to distract him. So right. I need to hit an AC-15. Go for it. Yeah. Take that. I miss. Ah, oh, <laughs> so you're just trying to distract the enemy. I just shoot the wall. <laughs> but you're incapable of doing it as you turn and shoot a wall. Uh, and with my move action, I will do nothing. Okay. <laughs> Benzigak, it is your turn. Oh, man. All right. So we got... These four fellas up above us to the right, kind of, yeah? Oh, yeah. They're uh. down the stairs uh, on a different level, but you're over... Oh, 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 okay. I didn't... I see, I see. Hmm. They are down the stairs. Can I get down there? Let's see. I can move. I can get down there, I think. Can I, I believe? Uh, I believe you could get, if you did a double move action, you could get down there. <sighs> double move. Double or move action. Jump the railing. Can I jump the railing? Absolutely can jump the railing. I'm very strong and big. I would like to jump the railing, please. And you've got clinging hands, too. So, they do. Uh, so in order to not stumble and fall, you get a plus two to this acrobatic check to Awesome. And I have acrobatics. Da, 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 da. Okay, that's gonna be uh, dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. Yeah, you are. You hop over the side of the balcony, fifty nice. feet down, and gracefully land. I magically hold up a tin. <laughs> Uh, cardboard. <laughs> a cardboard tin. <laughs> I don't ask where I got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Abed sticks it. Uh, and now that I'm close enough to these fellas here, one, two, three, four, I would like to blast a cone at them. I'm oh, very sorry, yeah. Jess. But a cone is a full round attack action, meaning you need both your move action and your attack action. I would like to shoot once. <laughs> All right. You shoot once. You okay. aim this gun and you take a shot. Woo! Don't fail me now, baby. All right. Baby. Okay, that's going to be... Math. Dirty 20. 
Dirty 20 is a hit. Now roll percentile. Okay. So roll um, your two D10s. Okay, how many times do I do this? Just do it once, because you only okay. hit once. Alright, 21. 21, alright, so it does a normal hit. So go ahead and roll damage. What a dream. Okie dokie! 2D6 of damage. I like this so much. Uh, this is going to be seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. You just level a rug into this guy's chest. He, it hurts a lot. He doesn't like it. Hooray! We move to the top of the round. It's Captain Phoenix's turn. Is this robot next to me still up and moving? Yes, it is. Great. I'm going to pull out my needler pistol okay. and take aim. All right. And... And it is going to be, ooh, 18. I'm rolling well today. You also took a shot right next to a robot. Did I have to take a step back? You should have. However, oh, I thought that was only used... if you cast magic. Nope. If you shoot, if you leave, or if you cast magic next to it, those Got are the it. only ways okay. it provokes. Okay. Uh, well, one second, and then you can hit me. Uh, <laughs> but it's a total of 21. 21 is a hit, but it had already tried to hit Scriff as Scriff ran away. So roll your damage. Katie, oh. she knew that, so bam. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. I knew. Uh, so I'm going to add my light em up. Oh, okay. And add six points to this, hopefully. Well, it's only going to be uh, six total. Six total points of damage. It looks like it's still hanging on your Seven. life. Seven. 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 Seven, my bad. Okay, still, still really, really close. Still really, really close. And um, I want to save my extra action. So uh, from here, I'm going to stay put. All right. Well, uh, it's its turn, and since you didn't move and you just shot it right in the face, I don't know, I'm trying to decide between you and model 392. Hello. I think I'm gonna roll, I think I'm gonna roll my D2. One for Captain Phoenix, because she's number one in our hearts. Two for model 392, because two. Because I'm number two, yeah, like exactly. a poop. Oh, no, we're thinking about two. three nine two. Uh, so here oh, right, of course, it's in my name. Ooh, <laughs> like let's babe. go with the poop thing. It's it's a one, and so this thing slams down on Captain Phoenix. Twenty one to hit. Hits. Take a total of ten points of bludgeoning damage. Jeez, It hits hard. And now this creature is looking across from Mog. It is very upset that you shot the wall. It loved yeah. that wall. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I accomplished my mission. Oh. Come at me. You know what? It's uh, <laughs> it's upset with you. So it drops its gun, and you see that it's got this uh, it's got this glove. And actually, roll a life science check. You got it. Woo. 18 Actually, on the die. Mysticism oh. check. Sounds so great. I'll let you keep the 18 on the die. 18 on the die plus 9 is 27. This is a Cestus battle glove, and you actually know this from the creatures that you fought down in the Warrens, the 
and there was just a big massive herd of them that ran into the outpost station that actually their mitts their paws create these things um and she just punches you oh that's a 19 on the die so a 23 is going to hit it is you take five points of bludgeoning damage as she just socks you right in your good eye. Good. In his eye? His good eye. Good. Each of the Ikeshti, they ha- now have something to fight. So they turn their pulse caster rifles onto you, Abedzagak, with oh. four shots coming your way. I'm going to sink one. Sink one. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, I have a dart. Anesthetic dart. Anesthetic dart. Dart. Two darts. One dart flies into one Akeshi. Another dart flies into the second one. Okay. That's going to be a 15 on the first shot. Against KAC? Yep. Nope. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. It's against EAC. Oh, yep. (laughs) Oh, gotcha. That is going to be a 14 on the next shot. Against Uh, EAC. That doesn't hit. Okay, and then that's a 19 on the die, so that one definitely hits. And here comes the fourth shot. Uh, That one is going to be another 15. So those are two hits against, or three hits against EAC as they lower their blaster, these rifles, towards you and start just hammering away. Ow! Uh, Seven. You take 10 points of non-lethal damage. Oh, all right. That's the way it's going to be? That's the way it's going to be. Model 392, it is your turn. Okay. Let's see. Uh, the robot's still in front of me. I see yes, these is. other lizard fellows. Can I... I was going to ask you because... Uh, even though my memory is wiped, I know sometimes I get glimpses of memory or things. Am I able to do a culture check and figure out why maybe this specific species are in a museum and trying to make a culture check? Would that, would I be, okay. I'm going to try it. I'm so cultural. Or not. Not if the dice doesn't like me. A 12. A 12. However, you do know that DC for this check uh, because of your theme uh, knowledge is five lower. These By are what? Your, because of your theme knowledge, remember that thing you were like, I'm so knowledgeable about these specific Yes, things. yes. These things fall into that category. Oh, that's right. My uh, my culture checks. Ha-ha. Take yes. that. I should read the fine print. These are members of a gang called the Bloodshot Thugs. Okay. They are a group of Akeshti out of the uh, out of the Bubble City Corona, and uh, you feel a pull of kinship. Ah. You are uncertain why. Interesting. So I I feel kinship towards them. Oh dear. Okay. Um. I know. Well, now I'm conflicted. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh no! I should have never. I should have never seeked information. <laughs> so now I completely switch sides and punch the captain. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, I'm going to uh, stand there processing that information. Um, 
and now realizing that I probably don't want to physically harm these beings. But at the same time, the robot doesn't feel. So while I'm sitting there processing, I just want to go and, and like just punch the robot like while I'm processing. Like, hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, you know, I don't know about these kitchens, but the robot, he can be repaired later. You know, just yeah. punch him. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do. Roll your attack roll. You got it. And this is not an entropic strike, correct? This is just this a regular... Just your regular attack. Regular, regular melee. Uh, can I hit him with the hammer? Yeah. Is probably something, yeah. I'm just gonna just whack him with the hammer. Let's do that. That is a 1920. 23. <laughs> that is a hit. Michael Jordan is a hit, so roll damage. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Nine. Nine. And you crush the non-living spirit out of this robot. It is dead. Nice. Congratulations, you killed it. I am still conflicted, but at least we have one less thing hitting us. That's true. Uh, if the captain's nearby me, make it be like, Captain, these are all members of a gang. Just so you're aware. You're being shot at. Duck! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We move on. It is Nono's turn. Okie dokie. Um, what items does the Cape Takeshti that Mog is facing off with have on it? You see that it has this, uh, this kind of weird-looking armor. Um, it seems to have some sort of exocortex, one might call it. Um, but it does have this, uh, symbol of an eye. Kind of looks like the red eye of Sauron its shoulder. Um, yeah, and she uh, she's got she's got some stuff on, but looks like she's got like this exocortex, which is the big. Uh, is an exocortex considered? Oh. Is it considered an electronic device? Uh, yes. Oh well, I maybe not. Um, it says this ability doesn't affect powered armor. It's so. not technically a powered armor. Does it have the technological subtype? I guess that's yes, what I'm asking. It, it does, so I can't do anything. Okay. Well, that's a okay. Uh, Nono yells to Scriff, fire away! And uh, Scriff is going to take two shots at that Cape Takeshi. Okay. With his auto-target rifles. All right. First one's an 11. Second is an 11 again. Okay, at the Akeshti, and uh, and that's an auto-target rifle doing piercing damage, going against KAC. Won't do it. Yeah. Uh, and no, no, I'm not sure if it's all of the stems or the coffee that Mims introduced. Uh, Nono too, but Nono gets a little antsy in her pantsy, um, so she's gonna follow a Benzagak and run and jump this railing down below. Nice. Do I need to make an acrobatics check for that? Yes, you do. Fifteen feet up. Oop. Fourteen. Fourteen. You are able to swiftly just jump down and land right next to a Benzagak. Okay. The two friends together again. I pulled out a seven. 
Because <laughs> it wasn't that good. It wasn't as good. You're like a beautiful flying squirrel. And like, she does the old gymnast, uh, like all six arms up to one side and then the other, and then front, and then she twists her toe behind her and just does a spin. And because she's feeling so energetic, she's going to use her hyper ability to take a shot with the, uh, the acid dart rifle against the closest Keshti down there with them. Certainly the one directly to the west. Take your, to the north, take your shot. That's an 18. 18 nice. is a hit. Roll damage. Ooh, okie dokie. Four points of damage. Four points of damage. And you know, Ben, uh, she's feeling super hyper because I'm going to use another action. <laughs> what? This is ridiculous. Oh, Go ahead. God. Do it. I was gifted it. I might as well use it. Yay! It happened. 17 on the die, that's a 22, and I'll use my light em up. Okay, yeah, tell me how much damage. Oh, almost max. Okay, that's 11 points. Yeah, and you kill one of the Akeshti, this one. You just Get laser him. into him with this, with this uh, acid rifle. All right, Mog, it is your turn. Uh, does it provoke to draw a weapon in combat? No, it does not. Okay. Nice. He dropped his weapon. Well, I'm dropping mine. I'm going to drop my pistol. Take out my battle staff. Nice. Let's go, baby. <laughs> You're going to win. through some like, stuff. You're going to win. <laughs> okay. For those of you that don't know, Mog is a slug man who is not good at hitting things. He is a mystic, which is uh, very good at healing and doing all sorts of different magic types. But hitting things with stick... Not necessarily his strong suit. I put zero points in any physical attributes. <laughs> use your point of inspiration. That one. Oh, that one. Don't yes, use your point of inspiration. I love natural ones. Wait, you know wait, wait. Use your point of inspiration. I they get I, to go to the critical fumble. No, wait. Deck. Don't pull it yet. He needs keep. Let him keep his eyes. <laughs> Last time, <laughs> last time, I lost my eyeball. Reroll it. All right. Are you ready, Mog? Uh, they don't come easy. I have to do it. I have to do it. I lost my eye. Did I learn nothing? Did I learn nothing? Lose I just got this both thing. eyes. No, oh, I'm using it. You're such a liar. I'm no, using it. This one says. I'm, I'm hey, using it. I'm this using one's it. Hangnail. I'm using it. I'm using it. You're, you're re-rolling? You're using your Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to use it. I want to use it. All right. <laughs> Nobody gets to know what the fun hangnail is. All. No, now I'm don't. so curious. We don't. Because I... hangnail would have ended in me losing another eyeball somehow. <laughs> all right, go ahead. 19. 19. 21 total. That's a hit. Roll damage. Ooh, there good it is. Re-roll. Very good. Good use. Good use. Check this out. Here comes a D4. <laughs> Two plus three is five. <laughs> Points of damage. You're, you're really cutting into this thing's stamina. Um, it seems a little winded at this point. I can do this all day. <laughs> Would you like to move anywhere? No, I'm right where I want to be. <laughs> Great. Great. 
Abetzagat, it's your turn. Hey, remember earlier how our captain was like, here's all this stuff I want you to carry? Yeah. Well, included in all that stuff, there was a longsword. Okay. Can I use it? Is there really a long... Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I do want to tell you that right now you can take your rug gun and hit every single one of them. <sighs> I mean, I don't want to tell you how to play it, but I want to... I know that you're right. My rug gun is not being lucky today. It was this episode that you got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. It has no other qualifier. Okay, right. I'm going to hit them all. Okay, go for it. You make one attack roll. But Wait, can I say, since they all were mean to me and they knocked me down, that I am now frenzied and angry? Do you, do you wish to be frenzied and angry? I do very much. Okay, so then you can be frenzied. Uh, let me make sure I have this correctly. Uh, I think you actually roll an attack roll per each person. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I'm gonna spell the word right. So, when you have an automatic weapon, yes, uh, you make a uh, full round attack, and it attacks in a cone. Uh, okay. You roll one attack against each target in the cone, starting with the closest, but you only roll damage once. So oh. go ahead and roll one attack roll, and let's see how you hit. So they all get the same damage? Is that what we're saying? Yes. Yes. Oh. So you roll one attack roll, and you can see how many of them you hit. So start with the first one. There are three in it. Okay, okay. First one. <laughs> That's going to be a six. Six is a miss, so the first shot just goes wild. Uh, roll your next one. I would like to say, I don't know how to use this yet. Uh, do it again. Uh, and the next one, that's going to be a 19. 19, that one will hit. So you'll Fantastic. hit the middle one. Hit the middle guy. And the last one is going to be a 17. Yeah, you hit both the middle one and the one on the right. First, right. Of, all, first of all, roll damage. And okay. then roll me two D100s. Okay, and I get extra damage because now I'm upset. Yes, you so do. So my damage is... Uh, 10. 10 points, points of damage. damage. And then the percentile. I love all these things. Uh, 46. 46 is not the correct number that you needed. However, I will say that you do kill the one on the right. Uh, so you did take out one. I we would like to on. say, take that! We oh, move gotcha. on. It is now Captain Phoenix's turn. I'm gonna use a full round. Wait, uh, I would be 40. Uh, I'm gonna move. I'm just trying to calculate how far I can move. So 40, and then um, yeah, I'm gonna use a full round action to move up about. Pretty close to where the one guy Stepping just right died. up next to it. Yeah. I'm gonna step up right sort of next to it. Um, and I have an instantaneous action okay. that I, when I get there, I'd like to use. Um, it is, uh, I cause a bright flash of light to fill the area and creatures within must succeed a fortitude save or be dazzled for mm. one round per level. Cool. And if you roll a natural one, they're also blinded. Now, Katie, this sounds a lot like a spell. Can you please tell me what spell you're using. 
It's actually a part of my abilities, my witch warper abilities. All right, well, then I'd love to look it up and make sure we're doing this correctly. Sure. I don't know what it's called. Okay. My infinite world. I see it, and it is. it does say instantaneous. All right. Uh, so... But instantaneous is not a reaction. Right. That is something that, that's its duration. So that happens right then. You still so need still an action, action to, yes, it is a standard action. All right, yeah, well, as good a thing standard I, action. Okay, cool. Well, good thing I have another one of those. So then I do it. Okay, here we go. You see that, uh, you see that Captain Phoenix just like pulls from the realities of the worlds around her and just kind of like morphs them into what she wants them to be, which is this bright, dazzling light. Uh, that is going to be a 17 for one of the creatures and a 15 for the next creature. That's a pass and a fail. Yikes! So it is dazzled. Dazzled is very, very nasty. Uh, it basically can't do anything. Uh, so yeah, we will move on. Uh, it is unable to see well. Oh, it, this is not date. Uh, this is not the other version. This is not fascinated. This is dazzled. Uh, I just take a minus one penalty to attacks and perception. Okay. We move on. It is now their turn. Um, seeing that you've come up so close uh, to this one and flashed a bright light in its eyes, Captain Phoenix, it drops its uh, pulse caster rifle and pulls out a long sword and just, and, and like, I think we think of this sometimes as like old fashioned long swords, just really cool, high tech, futuristic long sword as it swipes at you. That will be a 17 to hit against KAC. That is my KAC. Yeah, gotcha! You take a total of three points of slashing damage. The next one just got hit by a Bedzagak, so it's going to keep its pulse caster rifle and shoot at a Bedzagak. Ow! It rolled a natural one. Ha-ha! So I will take this card right here. Hangnail! Manufacturing flaw. Any attack made with your weapon deals energy damage to its wielder equal to this item's level until the weapon is repaired with a successful energy check. Well, the item's level is two. So it's gonna take two points of damage as it just backfires onto this creature. Um, now, the one that is still fighting Mog, this, uh, this, this, this mechanic, just punching away with this glove. That will be a hit because Mog's Mog's got very bad AC and that's a 15. Oh yeah, uh, it is. That's four points of bludgeoning damage. Sounds good. Trying to boop you right in your gooey parts. <laughs> now it is model 392's turn. Okay, uh, what was the name of the of the uh, gang again? I forgot. The Bloodshot Thugs. Right, okay. Um, I want to also, after seeing everyone jump down this balcony, I also want to do this. Nice. To get to where all these creatures are. Yeah. Poor Mog, he, he's fine, right? He'll, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Yeah, it's just yeah. a flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> so is that an acrobatics roll? Yes, it is. What did I get? That is not very good. Ooh. A 10? 
to a 10. A 10 will not be it as you just flop over the yeah. side. And uh, you're going to take a total of four points of falling damage. Oh, no. Uh, and you are prone. I am? Yeah. Oh, no. All right. Well, then I'm, as I lay on the ground, I'm going to pull out a cardboard of a three. And, <laughs> and judge myself. <laughs> Can I say that as I was jumping, I was uh, being like, Excuse me, Bloodshot Gang. I believe if we just talked this over, we can come sure. to a mutual agreement. And then I just plummet over the balcony and fall down. Yes, oh, that's great. Great, absolutely. Uh, and make sure you're going from your stamina first before you go from your hip. I am. Yeah, I haven't. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you flop over the side of the edge. You fall. It's uh, it's sad, but it's true. Uh, and we move on. It is No-No's turn. Jumping balconies was not in my memory bank. No-No <laughs> uh, takes a second and yells up to Mog. Hey, Mog! You want G? NG. One, one G. One G. <laughs> one G. Okay. Uh, then she yells up to Scriff and says, Suppressing fire! And Scriff releases some bullets over our heads towards the Akeshti, okay. uh, providing providing uh, a Bedzagak, a plus two to attack. Ooh! That's uh, very nice. Thank you so much. Nona will also take one more shot as she lines up her uh, acid pistol. Yeah, her acid dart rifle. Oh, sorry, rifle. It's a 19 on the die. That's a hit. Roll damage. I don't have another light em up. The dart hits it right in its tail. And it's like, oh! <laughs> don't hit a Dikeshti in the tail. Tails must have thicker skin scales because there's only three points of damage. Yeah, stop. that's really rude to hit somebody in the tail. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> Bog, it is your turn. Nice. Uh, I would like to get the element of surprise as this guy had no idea that I had a giant duck on my team. Yeah! So I'm going to use <laughs> three of my med AIs. Okay, so Patches plops out of the, uh, the floating drone and waddles over there floatily. It's like... Uh, yes, Mog. I may have been upgraded in certain areas and downgraded in others, but I still sound the same. And, uh, Wait, why doesn't he have, like, squeaky, like, rubbery when he's, you know, uh, like, inflatable, like... His feet are squeaky, all right? Not his not his robot voice. Uh, he heals you up for half of your level, rounded up, for, uh, for use of it. So I believe that's six points six of healing back. Cool. Now you can do whatever you would like. Uh, and I will look at this this woman in front of me and say, yes, we are a group of many secrets. You should surrender. And then I will like to attack for non-lethal damage. Okay. You would like to. All right. Uh... <laughs> I believe uh, I got a negative four in my attack yeah, roll. Right? I know. This is, uh, this is some choices we're making here, Sam. My total is negative two to hit. That is not a hit if it no, helps. No, 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 no. I'm so sorry. My total bonus. 
okay. I haven't rolled yet. Okay, oh. well, go ahead and roll. Oh, okay. Okay, nine. That's not a hit either. So. It was worth it. That was a good try. I appreciate the role playing, my, mm-hmm. my man. Like, that was a good choice. Abedzagak, it's your turn. Okay, can I use my longsword now? Uh, yes, you can. Great, great, great. All right, so here's the thing. I'm going to go up just about a step. One. Uh, can I, what is this? There is like a, like some sort of like an aquarium thing in front of me. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a glass, uh, case. It's got stuff in it. It's a museum. No, I, I understand. I just want to know if it was an aquarium or what I, what was I looking at? Okay, great. Well, an then aquarium maybe... is not a museum, but I appreciate it. And the thing in front of me, a small aquarium, you, a, a, like that holds... F- Never mind. How many, it, how it many looks museums like an you aquarium. go to You can have aquarium. a little aquarium, like if you had fish in your house. It's you the Museum a... of Endersolar Sciences. You think there's fish floating around up in here? Listen, there is a fish? duck in a floating so drone. There could you be You said anything. there were space whales. Yeah. And fire dolphins now. We know this as a fact. It is canon. Those are fish. I'm with you, Jess. Yeah, that's, you. that wasn't a weird question at all. Not at all. <laughs> All right. You're crushing my imagination. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You can step to the side if you would like to. Great. There. I'm going to go right there. I'm going to use the long sword and I'm going to use cleave to try and just shank like a skewer both of these tooths. Okay. Okay. Great. You can't use cleave. You're not in a position to, but you can. Ah! <laughs> to use cleave, you'd have to stand on top of the aquarium. And can cleave, I stand on top of the aquarium? And cleave is a full <laughs> round action, so you can't do Ben, Ben, she does it. Ben, okay. stop crushing her imagination. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stand on top of the aquarium. First Woo! the fish, and now she can't cleave? <laughs> Jeez. What is this? Roll your attack. You what can't life do are two you attacks, living? but roll I one attack. I hate right. so much the things that you choose to be. Wrong. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh... So that's gonna be ooh, uh, 19. 19. 19 is a hit. Roll damage. Great. I believe for the sword, we have D8. Very nice. D8 plus your strength. Plus whatever it is you get for your you get your level two. Plus your damage. You're gonna do like 18 points of damage right now. Plus I'm gonna do 16 points of damage right now. 16 points of damage. And you kill that Akesh D. Yeah. I'm standing on an aquarium. <gasps> Betsy Gag looks down. It is definitely not an aquarium. <laughs> Captain oh, Phoenix, it, it is your turn. Is it aquarium. a terrarium? <laughs> it's not a terrarium. It's holding things that are found on or near the sun. So what What would that be then? Sunfish. <laughs> a sunarium? There's skeletons. A solararium? Skeletons of fish. One of them is holding like a, a tiny solar flare that keeps moving. That's the one directly under a Betsagak, and the glass is starting to crack, and it's just going to kill her. Uh, Captain Phoenix, it's your turn. I'm going to take a garden step back and then okay. shoot the guy closest to me with my needler pistol. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a 14 to hit. 14 14 hits. Great. And your damage here comes a whopping three. Three points of damage is exactly what it needed in oh. order to die. Great. Those four guys down at the bottom are gone. Woo! Now you guys can turn. move on and I'll... Oh, buddy. You got I'll it? stay up here. Yeah, it? I got okay. it. 
we'll clear the rest of the downstairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's at this point that this creature that is fighting Mog, she hears your word. And she turns. She jumps over the edge, rolling an acrobatics check. gets a 14. Lands on her feet. Not graceful. Not graceful. I pull out a six. <laughs> pull out a six. And I should have anesthetic darted that. <laughs> she runs across the Now, it's at this point that you can all start to see what's happening in this room next to you. It's very wide open space, and you see that there is a... Uh, Kind of a exhibit, one would say. And it is, uh, something about it seems wrong, though. Something about it doesn't seem natural. It, and as this creature opens up and moves right next to it, it, something appears out of the middle of this formation, and it raises up. And it it looks like wind mixed with the light of the sun as it rises up into the sky and bashes down onto this Ikeshti. And we'll pick this up next time. What? Yup. Yup. Everyone, that that is what happens. That is where we are. All right, everyone. That is the first episode of season two. It's been such a blast. Bonnie, we're happy to have you. This has been a ton of fun. So much fun. This is just great. I'm I'm loving having you here. Thank you for this pleasant experience. (laughs) So a week from today, we'll be right back here at the same dapped time for some more things in space. Until then, we will see you all next time. Boy, things in space! Fetch in space! Yes! Goodbye! 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 Space! Goodbye!